0: From newstalkzb.co.nz, it's the Mike Hosking breakfast with BNZ. get oh, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning uh, let's have one more grilling of the PM before the host goes on holidays over Kiwi Bill. Uh, Combine two of his favourite things into one thing. Uh, he's getting into this idea of a single issue party. Funna uh, Aura. Uh, what are they up to? Are they wasting our money? And uh, Theresa May meets Andy Circus. But before any of that, Ziggy Alberts came into the studio and sang at us.
1: I think we're at a crossroads, like my career is this a metaphor or something. Just how the river flows if you're gonna jump yeah. Let me ask
2: this. I've started asking this question of artists because I watched an interview with Paul Simon. And he he says occasionally he's a conduit for words. He doesn't know where the words come from. Yeah. And there's a beautiful phrase, he doesn't know where it comes from. Do you think you might be in that category? Is that, is that what I'm learning about some songwriters? That, that just something comes to them?
1: You know, yeah, I truly. I think Paul Simon pretty much hit that on the head that uh, even Ed Sheeran, he, I was watching his documentary of late and just saying that songs just kind of come to you and that for several songs in this album, you work for them. Like, you work to get that story out, but as for there's been times where I've sat down on the piano, rolled out of bed, sat down, and it's just been, like, turned turned over and started playing and there's just been that song there. But you you, you must... uh, Yeah, it is. That's freaky. But it is nice to have some things that aren't quantifiable to be able to kind of... For me, I enjoyed that... it's not sitting down
2: and no. putting one plus job. one and two plus two. It's not a job. No. So, when your parents gave you the guitar at graduation, this was with a view to what? Becoming a professional musician or they? It was that or a gardening voucher? It, it, was, <laughs> it was so funny because I, was, I didn't
1: do any art in school. I was just two sciences, two maths, you know, senior English, full, just there to get my education. I thought I was maybe going to pursue being a dentist. No, or maybe no. engineering. No, that's no cr- kidding.
2: That's, that's bollocks. No not. one pursues being a dentist.
0: Yeah, there was a um, slightly embarrass- embarrassing situation for me because I had not heard of Ziggy uh, before he came in, and I really liked what I heard. Um, not sure if Jacinda will like what she hears when she listens back to her final interview of the year with the Husk. They were talking Kiwi build.
2: The Reserve Bank and Treasury argue that you're not making the contribution to the housing stock anywhere near the way you said. The
0: pace, of course, was always is always a challenge. We have a housing crisis. If it was going to be easy to address, um, you would have thought maybe the last government might have done it. Yeah, but what
2: they're saying is that you're not doing anything. The market's not doing anyway. People are building houses. All all you've done so far in your one year in, in government is, is totally is, is, disagree is with Get that. some stickers, totally, and put Kiwi Build on. No,
0: totally disagree with that. But it's, factu- f-
2: it's factually correct. Five
0: percent of the new builds um, that we had coming in uh, to office were uh, what what would be you know classified as what a first home buyer would be looking for you know the average builds in Auckland were sizable homes that just weren't in that bracket that people were seeking Kiwi builders just seeking to disrupt that it's a building program that tries to target first home buyers um, works alongside the developers to build at scale and quickly
2: let me do it let me do it this way because I see the whole thing as a house of cards I see it as a disaster not that I want to see it as a disaster but I just I know I just see the fact you want of it. to be
0: positive no, I can, I, 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 I want, I've always I want thought to... of you as an optimist, I want to s-
2: I want to see the supply aspect of it yeah. taken care of but what I'm seeing How is houses has- that are not being sold. I'm seeing houses in areas How- that are in the wrong areas. The houses Mike, are too small. Me- what okay. else would you do is Mike, what you're asking Monica,
0: about. we're talking three houses that haven't sold. Three. Sort of three. Monica, too, three. Three. Two, three too many. Yep, so if, uh, if you thought that sounded a bit tense, don't worry. Uh, they exchanged gifts, Christmas gifts at the end there. Mike got a picture of her and him on Lime Scooters. She got a t-shirt with a picture of Mike holding a vacuum cleaner. I know weird. Uh, Why can't they just go favourites or roses, like a normal person? Don't know. Let's um, talk single-issue parties on the back of the Wellington First Party, which wants to ban cycleways. Downside,
2: of course, is if a Christian-based grouping did get to um, have a decent crack at the vote, where do you think that vote would come from? The answer most likely, of course, is national. But... It's an interesting prospect, as indeed is the Wellington First Party. Now, this is the new anti-bike pro-car party that wants to contain the zealousness of the Cycleway Brigade in the capital. Under the normal circumstances, I would dismiss them, of course, but here is the stuff that goes their way. The two that have started the party are experienced, they're articulate, they have an issue that connects with people. It is tangible. You can touch it, you can feel it, hate it sort of connection. It's not like climate change or recycling or poverty or race relations where it's all hot air and ethereal. It is street level, black and white, and that, if handled well, grabs votes. It connects. It appeals. It's not just the ideological, but to the regular person. Every person who has sat in a car next to an empty cycle or bus lane and isn't moving gets it. Every person who can't get to their shop because of a cycle lane gets it. Every business that's gone bust because of a cycle lane, or the congestion because of them, or the lack of parking because of them, this is a retail issue. This is an issue that is beyond politics and touches people in a practical way. The reason no one votes in local body elections is because it's the same old crap. Broad-based, umbrella-type hot air about community contributions. Issues like social housing that's well beyond the remit of councils. People can't touch it or feel it or recognise it. Bike lanes, they can. So... If they get good people to front this, if they don't look like zealots or nutters, if they have some experience, if they can get a vote out, they can target wards. And it's not beyond the realms of possibility they can actually make this work. And most appealing of all, it's a very tangible, specific thing that can be achieved. I mean, you can see the results. A cycle lane is either there or it isn't. It's either funded or it isn't. I, of course, hate cycle lanes and see them for what they are. I mean, I would vote for this party. Hell, if I lived in the capital, I'd even consider
0: standing for them. Oh, God, here we go. This is it. Yes, he's he's starting to consider all the people who write in and text in and email in and, and suggest he should run for office. Oh, God. God help us. Uh, mind you, Lucy might have thought out things like Fana aura.
2: If they do the work to the satisfaction of the ministry, then it is no different to you or me getting the house painted. If we got a bunch of quotes, we gave the job to Painter Ray, and Painter Ray does the job well, what he made by way of profit doesn't concern us. And that's how it is with social policy, except social policy isn't like painting a house. It is a lot less tangible than that. I mean, how was the social program delivered? Who benefited? How did they benefit? How was that benefit measured? Can questions be asked around the quality of the program that allegedly can be delivered to the ministry's satisfaction and yet still have $600,000 $600,000 left over. Were the ministry getting ripped off in the first place? Were there genuinely competitive bids for the job? Doesn't the fact that there is $600,000 left over, and if the job is well done, that simply meant the job cost $600,000 less than they thought? And is $600,000 in the pocket of the John Tamaheris as useful as it would be if it were put back into the next round of funding from the ministry? Is the contracting of services more efficient If this sort of extra money lies around at the conclusion to be pocketed, as opposed to the ministry doing the job, for example, themselves. are There a lot of these independent service providers only because they've worked out there's easy coin to be made from a fat, inefficient ministry. They're all good questions, and they're especially good, given, as always, it's our money that's being spent. And perhaps the big picture, given we are constantly being told certain sectors of the community are hard done by, underprivileged, without food, or housing, or shoes, or literacy, or parents, how is it... At the end of it, we still have hundreds of thousands of dollars floating about to be put in a pocket, and are these programs remotely successful? Hopefully, the Prime Minister will be able to help well,
0: out. Was he talking about Painter A or Painter Ray? I couldn't quite make that out. Ray the painter, or, or the first of several painters? So complicated. Let's uh, finish up here with just one of the funniest things that's around on the internet at the moment: Andy Circus playing Theresa May being Schmiegel It's it's a bit complicated, but I think you'll get it. Trending now on the Mike Hosking breakfast. Always
2: heading this way. Really seemed abundantly clear from the day the deal was presented. She didn't have the votes. The Irish border, as it's always been, remains the sticking point. Of course. So um. So the Lord of the Rings star Andy Circus, he's brought back Gollum. This
0: is it. Oh dear. Yes, yes. We take back control, money, borders, laws, blue passports.
1: (laughs) No, it hurts the people, makes them poorer, but I find it negotiates
0: it, we want it, we have to do it, okay,
1: but they told us precious,
0: they hate the deal, all of them hates it, they want a people's vote, people's vote, Ah! they steal it from us curse them, we hate them. But the peoples are our friends. You don't have any friends.
2: I think, says the Twitter, we should have Andy Circus do a news channel, but with him acting as all the people.
0: I, I feel like the host didn't really appreciate that as fully as he might have if he'd ever seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. Which, sadly, and Kind of disgracefully, he hasn't. Uh, On that note, uh, that will bring this episode of The Rewrap to an end. I will see you back here again uh, tomorrow for more, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to put some more references in that Mike doesn't really understand, because that always makes me giggle.
2: Just brilliant. Well done. And Merry Christmas.